When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Work For It podcast on the Makery Network. I'm Brian House. And I'm Ben Butler. And together we represent the two most important components of the maker world. I work the steel. And I work the wood. The show's primary focus is business in the workshop. And then we reach out to you on social media with a question every week. We read your answers and then discuss them on the show. Follow our show on any major podcast platform and on Instagram at workforit.podcast. Or you can support us for as little as $1 a month on patreon.com forward slash workforit. Let's get on with the show. Here we go. Benjamin Butler, I feel like it's been like freaking four years since I've spoken with you. How you, you doing, buddy? Man, I am good. Floating down the river on rafts and whatever the hell else Fader had me doing. <laughs> takes when a Fader while. said that, I, I immediately went to Indiana Jones and the right? Temple of Doom when he falls out of that airplane. Uh, and the, then the, the yellow raft inflates like the, the raft. Feather right? floating yeah. down like a fucking, yeah. It's one of Man, my favorite yeah. scenes of all time is when he gets into the cargo airplane and he turns to the guy and he goes, nice try, Lao Shea. And then he closes <laughs> right. the door and it says Lao Shea Airlines on the yep. door. <laughs> and in fact, I like it so much. I told my brother-in-law that I love that scene and he got me a t-shirt and it just says Lao Shea Airlines and it's got the logo nice. on it and everything. It's pre- pretty great. Pretty oh, great. nice. So, but uh, anyway, yeah, man, everything's been going pretty good. As you saw, you're totally replaceable. Yeah, uh, by uh, Jeff man, Fader. So, didn't don't get a, a big beat. head. Did not you miss know. a beat. That guy is. <laughs> that guy is a pro. Such a pro. Yeah, man. yeah, definitely. Now, of course, we would never ever replace you. Uh, I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, like, we, you never know. <laughs> no, of course like not. you know everybody's not. replaceable it's it's at what cost <laughs> that replacement comes i like i like to remind my staff of this on the regular i like to i yeah. like to tell them look <laughs> you're all replaceable so don't <laughs> mess around in here and i'll and you can keep your job bring a couple no i don't do that i'm kidding here. i am not that kind of boss no i never do that that would be that's a terrible thing that is a terrible terrible way to manage people <laughs> Listen, now uh, you're totally replaceable and yeah. stupid. So just I go can ahead and. I replace you uh, tomorrow. That's exactly right. And if you look at me wrong, you're fired. There's the door. Get out. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, you know, 
there's there's two two ways to motivate people, right? And and one is to tell them they can't do something, and the other is to tell them that they can. And I prefer to be told I can. <laughs> I'm all about the fear based motivation. Like yeah, <laughs> just keeping people scared and hungry and poor. No, I'm kidding. This is oh, that's funny. ridiculous. That's the opposite of what you do. That's right. If you look at all of the big successful companies out there, anybody that's doing anything in the world now. They have begun to understand that they can't treat their employees like animals and right. you know, they're they're really trying to lift people up and give them resources that they need to keep their mental health solid so that then when they come to work, they do a better job. And I think yeah, people man. are starting to figure that out now. So that's thanks to Google am, and Tesla yeah, I, and all those, you know, those guys. I, I'm not a uh, I I'm I react negatively extremely negatively to that sort of harsh uh you know cr yeah, criticism too. style uh type a you know you did you did this wrong now you'll pay mentality I, you treat me that way i'm gonna i'm gonna squirrel right up a tree and uh you're not gonna like the results <laughs> yeah that's i think that started with our generation because you know the generation uh -huh. before us they were more or less like their parents. They decided like, Hey, I'm just like a cog in the wheel. I mean, there's so many of those people from that generation that feel that way and go to work and they were okay with being kind of beaten down on the regular basis. I will tell you as the yeah. generations go on, uh, there is, um, you will find the, let's see the younger people that I hire now are even mm -hmm. more so that way. Like really? if you try to motivate them with, uh, you know, fear, which I don't do, but I can tell, like yeah. if I got in somebody got up to somebody and I didn't handle myself correctly, um, you know, that person would just go, I quit. Like they're not going to yeah. put up with that. You know, they've been taught that that's not how you, how you're supposed to be treated. And I applaud yep. that, you know, I you, do too. If you're not, it's lazy management. If, yep. if you know, if you walk into a room and you're yelling and screaming, which I have done, but you, it's lazy. You know, the best yeah. way to do it is to motivate people through positive reinforcement. And then I, I took this training one time. It was through the Boy Scouts of America and they taught the edge technique. And I can uh -huh. never remember yep, what it all that. stands for, but it's like enable. Either, yeah. yeah it, it, you enable people and you keep, you get them going and basically um, then demonstrate it's, it's, it's like enable demonstrate, I don't know what the G stands for. I can't remember. But anyway, um, get, getting back to you coming back from vacation. Tell us all about what you did, Man. if you're comfortable with that, and, oh, and how it all went. I tell you, we um, – so I, I missed two shows, and I've also missed like two weeks of social media. I, this is the mm -hmm. first time in a, in a damn long time that I just said, you know what? I'm going to just take a break completely. And I, I love that, you know, I still interacted with some of my favorite peeps and, and, you know, kept in touch with folks. And I, I like to do, you took a hell of a long time to respond to me where I'll tell, I tell do. you that right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I felt <laughs> yeah. a little, uh, you know, pushed aside, but no, I'm kidding. No. I, I was like, dude, you're on vacation. It's great that you're just like soaking up your family and spending time. It was with them. fun. Awesome. It was really great. Honestly, the first week, um, I don't remember what happened. Well, we had some scheduling just between you and I. We couldn't find a, a clear uh, right. runway to get a show that first week. And then the second week, 
We had last last spring, the spring of 2020, we had a trip to Disney World planned. And my my wife's mother loves to plan vacations. She loves it. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I, you know, who am I to argue, right? Uh, we we go on these cool trips and uh they're all planned out, you know, and it's always cool places to go and cool things to see and all these different things. So, and she's been wanting when Jack, when Jack was about 5, we went to Disney. And at that time, Sam was about a year old is all. So he didn't see or, you know, remember much. So it was Sam's turn now at five or six, you know, to go see the big fat mouse. And (laughs) so, so we went. Oh, that's where you uh, went. You went to Disney. Disney World. Yeah, we saw. So mother-in-law is like your travel agent. Right, she she's is. like she schedules Phenomenal. all this stuff. I like that. Yeah, I mean, man, that's that's the way to do it. Because you guys are wrangling the kids, you got to oh, get yeah. packed, and you got to fly all. So you were in Florida, right? You we were, were in you, Florida. We were right in your yeah. neck of the woods, more or less. But yeah, like, but we believe talked, it or not, I'm, like you're pretty. I'm far. so far south. Oh, yeah. dude, I'm like four and a half hours away from Disney yeah. World. So, yeah. yeah, and and once you're once you're on that compound, like it's yeah, a you don't need to compound. Leave. You know, yeah. it's it's hard to leave, honestly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we went and did, uh, you know, did, did a week there. We did, uh, the park hopper, they call it. So, uh, that gives you the opportunity to jump between parks. Um, Disney itself has, what is it? Four parks. There's Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, um, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Yeah, so, Universal Studios, I think. Universal, is, yeah. Or is that? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is Universal because we one? went there one day too. One of them's yeah. a non-Disney, but I, I can't remember. Either way, um, it was it was fun. You know, honestly, I'm like a lot of makers that I talk to and hear about. I vacations are hard, right? It's you can't make shit when you're on vacation. <laughs> you can't uh, null <laughs> tools, you know, while you're on vacation. <laughs> and you're clean like, workshops. You're like, this, this vacation with my family is really great and everything, but uh, I'm not getting anything done. <laughs> I'm going to go over to the maintenance barn there and see if they need any help. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if they need a hand with anything over there. You know, maybe Grease I can help up them. a roller coaster. <laughs> But uh, oh my God. but Disney is in a way I I go the 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 two times in my adult life that I've been there I go there and allow myself to be in awe thinking of the the people that made the stuff that's there you know just the yeah, wonder yeah. that is um, Disney's Imagineering or whatever they call it right it is unbelievable like honestly we saw we were in um again i don't know if it's hollywood or universal studios but where where the star wars uh world is now which is phenomenal i mean it's It's like you're on set it's like you're right there in the world yeah it's great there's a millennium falcon that's you know four stories high and literally as big as my house, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's awesome, uh, you know, and, and then start it's talking. more for the parents than anything. It I is, think. you know, yeah. the, you take the kids there. This is my argument. When people want to take little kids 
yeah. to Disney World. And I tell them, like, your kid is never going to remember this. Right. You you have to um, wait until at least they're like five, six years old or something like that. Um, yeah. Yep. I, even, no matter how many times I go to Disney World, there's people pushing little tiny kids around in strollers. And, and the, going, half the time the kids are freaking either screaming or, yep. or asleep. Yeah. And you paid thousands, thousands of, dollars of dollars to get there. Yeah. And it's almost like a rite of passage passage for these young families. And I think to myself, how if you thought this through, you wouldn't be here. You'd you'd take yeah. your kids, you know, wait until they were like seven, you know, eight years old or whatever. It's not and then they have it. a memory. You know, they have this yeah. long term memory that they can remember back on. I but, was surprised yeah. even at again, Jack would have been about five, maybe going on six when we went last time. And I was really surprised how much he did not remember. You know, even at five or six years old, he's sure. like, yeah, yeah. kind of seems familiar. And my grandparents lived in Bradenton, Florida, before they passed away on my dad's side. And we used to go when I was a real little kid. We'd go down there to visit them for Thanksgiving and spend a week down there and go to Disney and do that whole gig uh, before my parents split up and I, I have I have some memories, you know, of that. Um, I, I, interestingly enough, I remember being hanging out in a swimming pool watching the space shuttle launch more than I remember Disney World. <laughs> I got a chance to see the last Falcon launch from my nice. backyard. Oh, I mean, you, nice. it was like a little tiny little like you know light in the yeah, sky. Yeah, but still, but it was still exhilarating. I'm yeah. like a big fan of. Um, you know, moving the yeah. human society forward. And I, you know, cause we live probably about seven or eight hours away from uh, right. Cape Canaveral, but whenever they launch something from there, they typically do it like right around dusk. Uh-huh. And so, you oh, know, you I got it on your that. TV and then you, you're watching it on the television and then you run out to your backyard yeah. and you go, okay, which way is Northeast? Right. And you kind of orient yourself and you go, oh, shit, there it is. And, and then, I mean, dude, I, yeah. I screamed on the top of my lungs. I'm like, That's I can see awesome. it. Oh, my God. The rest of the neighborhood's like, shut the hell up. House, shut the F up. <laughs> Nobody cares Man. about SpaceX around here. Right. It's funny. I don't know if you listen to um, the XYZ CNC podcast recently but new host i haven't not recently no i haven't i is air golf is still on there right golf but it's is not craig it's not craig anymore. uh and Got i it. cannot remember the gentleman's name that's on there but it was kind of funny because they uh craig always had a space uh uh segment where they talked about technology from space or whatever and i always kind of chuckled because it was like how does that make sense in a cnc podcast but it's just cool nerdy shit <laughs> and the new yeah, I think it kind of fits because if you're you know if you're into CNC stuff yeah, and you're into understanding it you're like there's a lot of things that are 3D printed and CNC yep. that are that go into those rockets yeah, and, yeah. But the new oh, guys yeah, like no, we're going to cool. talk about space really <laughs> oh no kidding he thought <laughs> the same thing he, it was, it was a like, huh <laughs> it was a stretch for him too <laughs> yeah interesting but uh yeah it was cool it was a great week just so much fun to, to, again, just be completely focused on, you know, the boys and my wife and my, my uh, yes. in-laws and I, my wife and I have, you know, we were high school sweethearts. So I've known 
that family damn near as long as I've known my own family, you know, and at yeah, this point that's awesome. we're, uh, yeah, everybody's just, we have a lot of fun together. We ate our way around the world twice at Epcot. At Epcot. So oh yeah. Ate and drank, yeah, which was a hell of a lot of fun. Nice. And yeah. It was cool. It was just, uh, but, it, but, it, you know, like back to that whole maker scene at Disney, uh, two two things, and then I'll stop blabbering about it. But the Star Wars, phenomenal. I don't know what it was. Five acres, eight acres of Star Wars land, three rides. You know, like that's a that's Disney for you. Any other amusement park would have to have thirty rides to justify that kind of acreage, right? But Disney, uh, I think, being present in that space is a ride in itself to them, right? Totally. Being yeah. Totally. Entertained. Yeah. There's like stormtroopers um, wandering around yeah, and like, yeah. it's, it's so surreal. It's nuts. Yeah, It's interesting. But with COVID, um, all the show based, uh, experiences were shut down. So there were no okay. like small theaters where you'd go in and watch the Lion King or shit like that. And so, and, and there was no fast pass, uh, access. So a fast pass, basically you get typically get two a day and that allows you to skip the line more or less you have to use their app and choose the ride but uh so none of that was going on either so what that seemed to do is put all those people out in the mix right so i think in some ways uh disney's cap was 35 percent of peak or their maximum you know like max uh max population for the day or max admission for the day is where they were at with COVID. So 35% uh, doesn't seem like a lot, but when people aren't squirreled away in theaters and they're not taking advantage of fast passes, you know, the parks were freaking slammed. It was crazy. Well, and what was the, ma- well, were people utilizing social distancing and masks or was yep. there a You had lot to wear a mask. Like, mask was you mandatory. Did have to wear mask. I okay. mean, mandatory. Every ride you were on, we were in a, in a simulator ride and I happened to pull my mask down below my nose uh, just a little bit early on because my uh, 3D goggles had fogged up and forgot to put it back up. About 90 seconds into the presentation, someone comes over to loudspeaker, gentlemen in row three, put your mask up, please. Wow. Fuck me. (laughs) They're watching. (laughs) They got guys up in the ceiling with binoculars just looking down and waiting for you to like mess up. And then they call you. It kind of freaked you out, you know? It would have been funnier if they used your name, Benjamin Butler. Well, they probably could. Row three. You wear those freaking magic band things. Uh, So Disney has Mm. an RFID chip in their magic bands, and that takes care of payments access to your door, your identification while you're in the, they want you with clothes on and that band in the park. And that's it. They don't want pictures, yep. they but they'll take pictures of you during the day on rides and you can go into the app and, you know, buy them. And it's, <laughs> they have monetized. Would you like to buy an image of yourself? Oh, Here man. you go. Like, Welcome to Disney where we will uh... totally sop up all of the money in <laughs> right. your wallet. Any given time. Oh, oh, that's right. You'd like to breathe the air here? Well, yeah. that's only $5, five an hour. Five bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have mo- they have quite literally monetized or or have the opportunity to monetize literally everything that you can think of. 
I mean, it, it yes. it's unbelievable. So that was well, cool. I think you have to when you have that amount of space and all that. Yes. Upkeep and staff and, you know, yep. there's, I think that it's an enormous overhead to yeah. keep that place running. My so father and you guys were, how did you guys feel about traveling? I know you're vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. Your kids probably aren't yet because yet. they're too little. Yep. Honestly, traveling. So we have admittedly we have traveled probably more than most during the whole pandemic right we we've been back east over the holidays and um and so we've traveled a fair bit every trip that i've been on uh where i've gone by air i've legitimately felt safer in an airport and on an airplane than i have in the grocery store uh, yeah, because their people are really pushing to keep the masks yeah. on and social distancing. Yep. Yeah, whereas you know, in a grocery store, that's a lot, lot, lot more there's lax. There's nobody. There's no uh, federal marshal sitting on the plane. You know, gonna force you to comply. <laughs> um, Those are some of my favorite videos on the internet now. When people yeah. are getting thrown off of airplanes because they're like anti-maskers and they and won't they wear will. a mask. Yeah, it's and they very like legit clear. like throw them off the plane and arrest them. It's awesome. Yep. It's, it's great. um, so, and I think that, uh, what I noticed this last time, that's a little bit different is that they're even pushing that agenda harder. Uh, and my suspicion is that as we're tailing off a little bit here, I know Idaho recently, uh, did away with the mask, uh, mandate for outdoors, unless you're in a group of people, I think it's 15 or more. Uh, then and that then, makes sense. You know, they'll, they'll makes total require sense. mask. Yeah. So I think as people are starting to get more and more used to not wearing them, they're probably seeing more jokers, you know, want to not wear it on a Trying an to get away with stuff. Yeah. So they're. Well, I, so I yeah, actually. Uh, pretty safe. I actually got a chance to get vaccinated. So yeah, I that's went right. and Did got you my. Get... F- I got my first round of okay. the Moderna. So, uh, and, and here, here, let me tell you my experience. So yeah, you can go into a Publix now, which is our, this is, you didn't get the shits from it. Did you, is that where you got the shits? No, no, (laughs) I got that before it was before the vaccine. So, um, yeah, I was, I had the flu before, um, or something. I don't know what Emerson had it first and then I got it. But so, um, I, Sarah says to me, Hey, you know, my work is allowing us to like go get vaccinated and take time off, paid time off or whatever to go get vaccinated. Do you want me to see if I can get you an appointment? I said, sure. We get, um, an appointment for like last Friday or whatever. And, um, the, it was a pretty straightforward situation. You uh, show up, you give them your driver's license, you know, that whole deal. And then, of course, they, you know, you got to fill out all this paperwork that says, you know, if they, if something goes wrong, they're not liable, whatever. Anyway, um, right before I was to take the vaccine, they do, they make you also answer all these questions about anaphylaxis because supposedly some people have had anaphylaxis from this, this vaccine. And I immediately start getting the jitters. I'm like, Cause I had a bad experience one time with a tetanus shot. So I got a tetanus oh. shot and like about a day later I went into like, not, not anaphylaxis, but I had some made uh, like a bad reaction to it. Yeah. Um, and I told Sarah, I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this. Cause like, if I get this and I have the same reaction, I'm going to feel terrible. And yeah. I, you know, I could end up in the hospital or whatever. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, all right, 
if I bow out, I'm just one of many who yeah. does the same thing. And this is like, if I want it to go back to normal so bad right? that I, I thought, you know what? I just, I'm tired of, of this. I want to fix this. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to do the, the, the vaccine. I just turned to her and I said, I'm going to do it. And I, and then of course I went and, and talked with the pharmacist and said like, Hey, if, uh, what happens if I do have a bad reaction? She's like, we monitor you for 15 minutes. If you're going to have a bad reaction, you'll have it within that 15 minutes. We and we keep so happy pens. Benadryl that you, <laughs> you yeah, will Benadryl never wake up. <laughs> and, and an EpiPen yeah. and all this stuff. So th- they've Adrenaline. got it down to a science. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like a scene from Pulp Fiction. I'm laying in the, in <laughs> right. the uh, pharmacy at Publix where they, they uh, inject me with uh, epinephrine. But uh, (laughs) so uh, I sit in a chair, they poke this needle into my arm and then uh, right next, right where they do it is in the magazine section of the, of the, of the, oh, so you're reading Playboy and getting the vaccine. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm, I'm looking at, uh, what did I pick up? I looked at popular mechanics and um, entrepreneur magazine, both of which were enormous porn, disappointment. Porn for guys like us. But. <laughs> terrible, terrible. I'm like, I haven't read a magazine in like 10 years. I'm like, man, yeah. this is the reason why. Because <laughs> yeah. this is all total garbage. The, I, can I just say- People writing for them are, there's a reason they're writing for them, right? And not writing on the internet. <laughs> Popular Mechanics had a three-page spread on knitting. What? Mechanics. Popular mechanics. Mechanics. Knitting. Ben fucking knitting. Knitting. I'm like, wait a minute. And it's like, it's like showing you how to like crochet and knit. Have they literally run out of shit to talk about and they have to go back to knitting and crochet? It was, it was blasphemy as far as I'm concerned. And I I thought, no way. I'm not too manly to, to suggest that, you know, knitting isn't noble or whatever, you know, I, Honest to God, I think I find sewing in general to be harder than most other uh, maker skills that I've tried. Yes. It's 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 the way a sewing machine works blows my fucking mind. But I might just be old school. Mechanics. Yeah, I yeah. might be just old school. But when I was a kid and I got popular mechanics. It was all the stuff that you, you know, you and I like. It's yeah. woodworking and machining yeah. and, you know, just different, you know. And by the way, out of all these years, did they really run out of stuff to talk about? And so here's my plan. Here's my plan right now. I'm going to try and I'm going to write an article and I'm going to oh, send it to nice. him on the grinder. Yeah. And I'm going to try to get my grinder. I'm going to be like, apparently you've run out of shit to talk about yeah, in you your go. magazine because you're printing stuff on knitting. Brilliant. So here's an actual manly mechanical thing yes. that can be that could be pu- published in your magazine and perhaps bring back some dignity, dignity yeah. to your to your magazine. And people will go, you know what? I'm going to build that grinder. Yeah. And here's and a popular and, and, and I'm going to subscribe. To popular mechanics because of right. it, because instead of knitting, I'm now seeing a guy throwing sparks. It, it just so I have thought recently, and this may be a, this might be an interesting segue. I have thought recently about starting to write a blog or or a, a, something that's a little Would more you, long form, right? All right, let me ask you this. I had the same idea. Yeah. What if we remember, remember e-zines? 
Yes. Where uh-huh. they were like, it yeah. was like a newsletter, yeah. essentially, yep. like a PDF. I was thinking about doing, and it doesn't have to be a long one, like maybe five pages yeah. a month. And yep. we would do an, a zine based in the world that we are in, the like Work makers, content creators. Yeah, Work For It Magazine. Fuck yeah. And, um, Brilliant. Right, and then Love we would it. distribute it for free amongst yeah. the community, and 100%. post it everywhere, and like you know, basically approach people that we know initially to talk to yep. them briefly about stuff, and then because it's an e-zine, we could link to their Instagram, yeah, and we their could YouTube invite channels. To write articles for it too. Right? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Maybe we should collaborate I, on that. Like we don't I have enough to. shit to do, but whatever. I know, but it's it's one of those things that I don't the that art form or that form of media isn't dead. And I think it's, it's proven to not be dead to the point where we still have the fucking things on shelves in stores, you know, like, yeah, I was surprised that they did want that, uh, format, how it's delivered, I think is the question at hand at some level. Some people just like the tactile feel of getting a magazine off of a shelf or in the mail, you know, whatever it is, they just like that paper-based magazine. But apps like Flipboard and uh, Apple's Is that News, still around? Flipboard? Flipboard's still, still around, believe it or not. My wife reads no it every night religiously, which is Flipboard like for, on an iPad or something? Yeah, for folk yeah, for folks that don't know, Flipboard's kind of cool. It's an app. It's a, it's a news scourer or a news aggregator, I guess you'd call it. It pulls RSS feeds, doesn't it? So it'll it can pull, pull RSS can... and also just like keyword search and that kind of stuff. So you go in and tell it what you're interested in. You know, you choose through these thousands of categories that they've got, uh, and then it builds a magazine for you based on those categories. And then as you read and either like or dislike articles or what you know whatever it starts to learn right it'll learn and become smarter yeah it'll improve its algorithm to find articles that are more suited to you and then so it'll pull together an, a, a, a zine that's just for you based on your preferences but it also has all those individual categorical zines as well um yeah. so thousands of stuff of articles in there a day potentially that you can thumb through so I, the- I was pretty heavy on it too but so if there's anybody out there who would like to assist us in the work for it magazine, cause I think yeah, we might reach need out. to like, uh, delegate some of this, uh, reach out to us on Instagram or email yeah. or wherever, get a hold of us. And, and maybe we can talk about this cause I think it could be kind of a fun project Yeah, real quick, getting back to the Moderna vaccine that I yes. got, so I you had got dose one. zero, I had the first one with zero side effects. Bueno, I, had, bueno, bueno. I didn't even, I didn't even get, was I me felt too. like. I felt like uh, I got ripped off. I was like, you know yeah. what? I don't even know if this thing's going to work because I think I, my arm didn't even hurt. in mine, and that was all it was because it hurt my fucking arm, but that was it. That was it. I, I didn't feel any <laughs> any change. I, and and here's here's what I did. I prepare, I've been preparing for the last year by taking enormous amounts of vitamin D yeah. and taking, you know, make, staying Drinking hydrated. Your, uh, There's all these things that you can do. Nutrients. Yeah, hydration drink. Yep, yeah. key nutrients drinks. Um, and if you do that a week or two before you start dosing with vitamin D, yeah. you will feel absolutely nothing from this. Absolutely yeah. nothing. And I'm guessing my round two will be very similar. I mean, I, I'm hoping. That's Fingers the way crossed. mine was. Now, my wife was. Did you take complete... Moderna or Moderna. did you go Pfizer? You Moderna. did. Okay. 
Yeah. We're Moderna brothers, baby. Moderna brothers, yeah. baby. Uh, my wife got <laughs> uh, my wife got Moderna as well. Dose one, no problem. Dose two, for exactly, exactly 24 hours, she felt like fuck. And it was like, like two, so... to the minute that she got the shot, seemingly. So she got she the shot and immediately started feeling crappy. About an hour so after like, she oh, got my... the shot, okay. she's like, hmm, just started feeling run down and tired. What about you? Did um, you feel like crap? Nothing. No. No. Nothing. And, and what's, interesting. It, what's really interesting, right, is with my Crohn's disease and some of the stuff that I was, I I was thinking that, on man. I was with like, that, man. Yeah, like my immune system's already, you know, defeated by, uh, by design, Crohn's yes. is an overactive immune system, so they give you medication to knock your immune system back a few levels. And uh, but I, in general, find that I am more resilient or resistant to colds and other things than a lot of other people that I know, which is so weird. Uh, my it immune system's weird. got enough shit to deal with, I guess. But yeah, my, but Christy felt uh, she felt like fuck. Like about an hour after it, she was run down. By I think she got the shot about one o'clock in the afternoon. By six, seven o'clock, she's like, "I'm going to bed." And then she got the chills. She got the yep. sweats. She went through the whole, you know, miniaturized version of the damn virus. And uh, the next day, right at lunchtime, she's like, "I just, I just, literally in the past hour, could feel myself starting to feel better." She's like, "Interesting." And now That's, I'm hundred yeah. percent. I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. So she, yeah, 24 hours. So if you can live through the 24-hour flu, which yeah, most people on. can, you can get the vaccine. Yeah. And you can, because I read some report that said that um, most, okay, they they expect 65% of the population to get the vaccine, which I believe is not enough. I think we no. need, you know, in the Don't. 80s, 85% to yeah. get vaccinated. And then um, I don't know who it was, but it was some... Um, CDC guy, I think, who said, if you get both rounds of the of the vaccine, you can basically go back to normal. Your yeah. life can yep. become a normal That's thing and not worry it. about it. Unless I'm required by some, you know, mandate from uh, from an authority that can punish me, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm I'm going back to fucking normal. Uh, I will say that. That 40% and change or whatever, 30, whatever, you know, splitting hairs that, that haven't been vaccinated, there's a percentage of those people that are doing it by choice. And to me, oh yeah, I say, you know, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. don't be somebody that is forcing everyone else in the fucking world to continue this shit. Right. Like, yes, we're wearing masks right now. We as you know, or when when you get your second and then whatever it is, the two week period after that, then you're, quote, fully vaccinated. At that point, the only thing keeping you wearing a mask is the motherfuckers that haven't gotten the vaccine. <laughs> right. And, and they're the ones that are arguing about not wearing the mask. And yeah. I'll always go it's back to the cyclical the, like, argument. <laughs> there's a few people who have kind of like called me out for getting the vaccine. They're like, Oh, the vaccine's fake. It is so thing is COVID fake. And I'm I like, look, I'm not smart End enough to understand thing. it. So guess what? Yeah. I'm going to go through it just to make sure. And if, 
you don't believe in it, that's your prerogative. But yeah. you know, it's people like you who are kind of going to let this thing. I, I have a funny story because my neighbor, um, is a anti vaxxer. He is like he when COVID started, he was just like, and he's a doctor by the way. This oh guy, Jesus! Oh All right, so he's like telling me you can't get COVID in Florida. It's too hot here. Uh, you know, oh, it's uh, the the sinus cavities have to be a specific temperature. It has to be really low, and you know. <laughs> Guess what happened? He, he and got all it. of his kids and oh, his wife yes. got COVID <laughs> and got sicker than shit. And then, I love that and so now he's like, I, I don't it. need to get the vaccine because, you know, uh, we all had it. And I looked right at him and I was like, <laughs> where did you get your degree? Well, I'm curious. You, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, you I'm like, are you, life lottery. <laughs> are you a freaking moron? I mean, come on, man. I'm like thinking to myself, like, you're a doctor. He's Meanwhile, he's people. a chiropractor. I don't know if you've ever seen that episode oh. of uh, Seinfeld where they're talking about be- the de- the guy says he's a doctor, but yes. then later he says he's a dentist. <laughs> no offense yep. to anybody who's in chiropractic. No, 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 I'm no. not trying to discount it because chiropractic works. Yep. But this guy, my neighbor, gives you all a bad name because he's oh, sitting yeah. here touting like, and 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 hat. in his office he has anti-vaccine pamphlets. No and way. COVID is a scam. COVID is a hoax. Pamphlets. Oh, it's like, man. dude, bro. What's that? Anyway. Um, what is that form of chiropractic? What do they call it? Chiropractic? Chiro chiro chiropractor yeah, practice. Chiropractic. <laughs> well, what is yeah. the what is the so at one point? So I have tried literally dozens upon dozens of different things right with having a uh having a disease that i've had since i was in high school right like i that you get to those points where it's like fuck i'll try anything you know stick that up my ass yeah i'll stick it up my ass if it's gonna help (laughs) you know somebody needs to isolate that sound bite right there (laughs) right yeah all right there you go Take it completely out of context. <laughs> yeah, put it somewhere good. <laughs> there, I'll give you some more. <laughs> oh. I walked into a public restroom and I heard Ben Butler say, stick it up my ass. <laughs> Just put it somewhere good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are um, ridiculous. So this friend of, who was it? Of my wife, I, 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 I'm pretty sure it was. He, he was like, he is a chiropractor and he says, I think I can really help you. I've got this thing. We've got this protocol or this treatment where, you know, we, uh, where we go through, uh, intentional motion and it really helps your brain defrag, you know, is how the guy describes mm. it. And it's this series of somebody's, somebody probably knows exactly what it is and you may as well, but it's this, you push on his hands and, and oh, he does yeah. tapping and all this it's, different shit. That's uh, it's kinesiology. Kinesiology, right? Yeah. About. So yeah. up and down, you lift up, and oh no, now now don't push hard. Now push hard, and it's like you're a bird flailing around. You know. Now did they the put fucking... did they put things in your hands? Like, yeah, did a they rock. Put, like or, certain. Yeah. You know, okay, he's, like, yeah. he's like, I did this yeah. with my son. Did last you night? feel completely ridiculous? When oh yeah. It was going it's like on? I did this yeah. with my son last night. He hit four grand slams at the baseball game. I, I kid you not. Four fucking grand slams. This I'm is like, how he sold it to you. Yeah. No. While he's doing it, right? While oh, he's doing God. it. 
<laughs> so, and of course, I went along with it because it was free. And, uh, oh, and, okay. You know, yeah. at the time, not, I was like, going to say, you didn't pay for this. But then there comes a point, you know, where you're like, all right, we're, we were in the dude's living room, you know, he's like, just come on over. I'll do it here. We don't even need to do it at the practice. Yeah, just come on over. We'll, we'll take care of you. We'll get you patched straight up, man. <laughs> so there I am in the living room alone with this guy where it's like, all right, now this is fucking creepy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> put know, this crystal your, in your left your, hand. Yeah. And yeah. here's some beeswax. Put that in your right and ear. And that's where the push down in on my, my ass came. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you walk away like, or did you like wake up on the floor with your shirt untucked? <laughs> Limping. Like, what happened? <laughs> I, I, w- I will say I, I'm aware of all of that. And um, and there, there definitely work. is it some solid work. science behind yep. kinesiology. But yep. it's all about like any other medical practice. It's all about the practitioner, like who is yeah. doing the actual work. And uh-huh. um, yeah, so you have to be really careful in you know, a, listening to people talk about that stuff. Yeah. And being a, a patient for a very long time and, and fairly often, one thing that I always advocate for is that it's also up to the patient, right? There's there's shitty doctors and there's also shitty patients. Yeah, the doctor and, doesn't make you feel that way though. Yeah, they make right, you feel like, right. hey, I'm I'm the I, ultimate. Yep. Uh, yep. So I always here. like my first and foremost thing whenever people like so a lot of times folks will find out that I've had Crohn's for a long time and they'll be like, oh, Bobby has it too, my cousin, and can I can I put him in touch with you and give him some advice? And I was like, absolutely no problem. But the first thing I always say is that you need to control your own destiny, right? If if you think the guy or the gal is a quack, then then treat them that way and leave them to go find a new doctor. You know, like don't don't tolerate um, don't tolerate uh, an experience or an answer that you don't want to hear. Go find the one that you do. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because believing in whatever treatment that you're going through is by far the most important part, right? If you believe putting a crystal in your hand or in your ear is going to cure your point. herpes, uh, maybe it will <laughs> cure your herpes, you know? But uh, if you don't believe that crystal is going to do dick for your dong, then it ain't going to do dick for your dong. <laughs> Interesting choice of disease you've <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, you're right. If you don't believe in it, um, yeah, then it's not going to work. It, def- it definitely doesn't work. It, and and sometimes even the stuff that shouldn't work, even though you believe in it, it sort of trips a trigger in the body, yeah. and it can assist in the in the healing process. But uh, yep. okay, all right. So 
getting yeah. this this is turning into uh um you know like <laughs> med talk or something long, like Brian. that but yeah it's been too so long. so if i could go back and tell everybody to get their vaccine uh that was my goal for telling the story is i freaked out when i got it and right before i got it and and um and the la- it's funny because the lady's like, oh, the guys with all these guys with tattoos, they're the ones afraid of needles. I'm like, bitch, I am not afraid of that <laughs> yeah, needle. You know what I'm afraid of? The anaphylaxis I'm going to get from the substance that's inside of the needle. Yeah, I'm afraid of my fucking uh, windpipe closing. I don't want you shoving a needle in my chest, okay? <laughs> yeah. On the floor in the magazine department of a Publix. I want to be vaccinated. Oh, I'm not afraid of needles. But yeah. uh anyway, so all right, so uh oh. real quick, I I have kind of a hard stop in like, you know, 20 minutes, so I got to I I I want to I want to I'm I'm with you, Brian. I'm with you. I, okay, good. I'm with you as well. <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've got going on in my workshop and what yeah, has do. transpired for the last couple of weeks. So, I don't know if you saw, but um I apparently created the most beautiful knob on the planet. Dude, I, the knob jokes are just I, I, people have been ta- they've been drooling all over my knob Ben. Yeah, uh-huh. and I'll tell you it's you been a fantastic nice to there. hear all the puns <laughs> I'm telling you I, you know I will here's say, what I'll it's say very about nice it. knob <laughs> and and I and I think I well I made a comment to this effect but uh and this is something that I've always been been hugely impressed uh, by you know your abilities uh in this regard is something as simple as a knob. Most folks look at and say, uh, you know, we've all seen the woodworker that's taken a whole saw cut out a certain, you know, and drew the circle first, cut small holes around that perimeter and then drilled out the bigger circle with the whole saw. So then you basically have a circle with little, finger indentations put on it real simple way to create a knob you've seen the three-sided knob and you described some of this in your video but but your ability to look past all of that and make something um much more complex yet simpler at the same time is awesome (laughs) i just i when you see something like that, that it's to me that's the magic that shape is is uh not found in a lot of places, but no. it's a repeatable pattern. You you can kind of set the knobs next to each other, and they all kind of nest together. And they, yep. you know, the, so it'd be really efficient to cut a whole bunch out of a say a sheet of steel, which I am going to do. Yeah. Um, I just don't know exactly what the business side of yeah. that looks like because you know what are people going to pay for a knob? You know, well, and people and, pay a or, lot for knob jobs. So that's true. That's true. And <laughs> it, so here's my take on this. If I cut a whole bunch of those out, my thing would be to give everybody the pieces and let them fabricate it. Then take go. the the labor element out of it and let them do what they want with it. But then, of course, I would also think that maybe I could do like a production run of knobs yep. where maybe I hire a machine shop to do it and then. I'll have them and I'll say like, Hey, if you want your logo on it, we'll put your logo on it or, you know, with I was the just going to say that. What about a, a mod kit, you know, like for Harley Davidson's, you can buy a new, uh, taillight mod or, uh, you know, 
where it's a whole kit True, yeah. that has uh, some kind of a theme and you want to upgrade the knobs on your on your grinder cuz if you get into just generically selling knobs then you start looking well who wants quarter 20 screw you know bolt on yeah. it who wants something else and yeah. fucking you, you go down everybody that. will get 3816 because i think yeah. that's one of the most versatile uh, thread uh, systems out there because it's big enough and it's for the grinder it's perfect you don't need it to be much bigger than that or smaller than that 5 sixteenths is like pushing it in my opinion yeah. it works yeah. but it's just not yeah. quite right um so uh, i did the knob project uh yep. and i get a lot of questions about the laser uh oh, man, etcher every time you show because that it's beast. yeah so it's a couple cool, cool things <laughs> it is cool and that you Everybody didn't wants just to know. stop at like a K40 Chinese thing. You know, you got the right machine to go full metal. Correct. Badass. That's the, yeah, yeah. balls deep this, right out the gate. Yeah, and it'll deep etch and it'll do color. Yeah. It'll do, you know, all that stuff. So everybody wants to know which one I bought. Uh-huh. And the reason is I think they want to know what it costs. So I'm sure. going to do a quick breakdown. Give it to us. The the unit itself is about $3,700, okay? So just yeah. the, when you buy, if you could buy it, it would be about $3,700. However, because you're importing it from another country, you have to pay duties on it when it arrives here. Yep. And then you have shipping. So by the time you're out the door, you're looking at right around five grand to have this machine. Yeah. I have already had jobs like just from guys in my building who stop by and go oh hey i see you have a laser etcher can you laser etch this if you wanted to make money with this thing you could definitely just build an entire business around hey, laser you could, pay for, you could pay that five grand i'll bet you in one month's time easily yes with minimal yes. Effort. if you minimal effort once you, once you understand it and learn it uh, laser etching is not difficult. It's, not. It, it's the software that's a little bit shitty because it's like older software, but Are it you works. Using Lightburn, I'm using Easy to CAD, okay. so it's a hunk of shit that hasn't yeah. been updated in a long time, but it does work. Did I don't read G-code? like it. Uh, no, I don't know what it reads. Um, so okay, so the process is the ve- the vectorized file that I need. Yep. It, I can open up an Illustrator file in it, but yep. it has to be a version eight or or oh, earlier yeah. <laughs> so you I've can heard, do the math um, on that you know we're on I've version heard, 20 yeah by the way, i've heard really good things about Lightburn, and i know that Lightburn works with the k40s and the chinese nesium it bullshit. might work yeah and it also the Lightburn works with like laguna's um laser as well so i don't know i think I think it's free or it's only like 20 quid or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cheap. I, try. The, the, the way that this device is built, it's married to a board on the inside and that board yeah. speaks only to certain pieces of software. Yeah. And so now that I understand easy to CAD, I can, I yeah. can import an AI file and, and have something etched pretty quick. What but, brand? So yeah. So you're looking about five grand laser. Is it? It's made by Rakus. You can find it on AliExpress. Uh, You can find them all over the place. And here's what's interesting about buying a laser etcher is that this same machine 
you could pay ten grand for it. Right. It it, it just like right. these guys on AliExpress and Alibaba, they're all just like fishing to see who yeah. is stupid and who isn't. It's so like on Amazon when, where one link for something's five bucks yes. and the other's thirty. Yeah. Yes. It's exactly the same concept. And then I wanted to, so how I did it was I looked for a couple of things. I wanted autofocus because there's a, you know, the laser has to go up and down and focus itself. So I wanted that and I wanted um, good response time from the buyer, from the seller. So if I, if I messaged them and asked a question, if I got a response right away or within a couple of hours, I felt very comfortable purchasing from them. I wired them the money. I used AliExpress. It was very simple. Use PayPal, so I had uh, buyer protection. And then, uh, you know, the the importing process, DHL takes care of most of it. But, um, you know, you do have to pay these duties, and then you pay the duties to DHL, and then they forward those duties off to the government or whoever, whatever tax it is. But it's about thirty yeah. percent. I mean, it's it's, it's steep. Crazy, I know so. that, and and to find to find something made or uh, shipped from the U.S., you're, you're good fucking luck. Oh yeah, right? for, yeah. For if a you buy this, price. you can buy this. It's a fiber fifty watt fiber yeah. laser made, and there's different laser heads out there. Yeah. There's JPT. There's Rakus. There's yeah. all these different ones. I went with Rakus because I just, I did a shit ton of research, just red, red, red. Like everybody, most people got, you know, a hundred thousand plus hours out of a Rakus head. Nice. So I went that route. Yeah. Yeah. There's like very little maintenance as long as you, you know, clean the fans and do all that. So, but if you go to Amazon and look this same machine up, it's going to be like $7,000 because it's already been imported. So that, that importer probably bought a whole shipping container full of them, brought them over. And then marked them up, you know, at once he paid his import tax and all of that, he had five grand in each one. And, you know, of course he needs to make money. So, you know, he's doing his markup and all of that. So anyway, it is an awesome piece of equipment. It is a luxury, luxury item. And I feel very blessed to have it. I like use it. I make a lot of content with it. By the way, I made a reel with it yesterday, I and saw. that reel's gotten over three thousand views on that reel. Yo, so, you know, you're rolling. Posted baby. that same. I gotta get posted back that on same you. reel to TikTok, and it got a big fat zero views. On oh, TikTok, you did So you selling out and going to TikTok? I'm trying, now? dude. I'm just trying. I'm trying TikTok. Yeah. I'm no. listening to Chris Zepp and Paul yeah, Pinto talk about TikTok, and those young I, I man. They, I need uh, to get into it. They they make everything seem so fucking easy. <laughs> that is so true because you know you look at their stuff and you're like, how the hell did they have like two hundred some thousand followers on there? I'm just like, Son I of a bitch. I look at I come late to the party every time. Yeah, and I look at what they what they are doing. I think what fries you a lot of times, and and I'm sure this is the same for everybody else. Hell, people that that are listening to this right now probably think the same thing. They watch what we do and they say, well, I don't do anything fucking different than Brian or Ben. Why the hell don't I have X number of followers or this or that? Or, you know, a lot of it's luck. A lot of it's like you and, and Fader were talking about before. It is consistency. Number yes. one and only. That's my if problem. You I'm not consistent, consistent on TikTok. I'm not either. And I, 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 and and you can be consistent, but if you're new and consistent, that's not enough. You've got to, you got to be on the platform early and often, um, and and stay with it. I take two weeks off to go 
play Darth Vader with my kids and Instagram doesn't like that. Well, fuck you, Instagram. <laughs> I am your father. Yeah, they're like, they're like, oh, oh, hey Ben, I noticed that you're back on Instagram. Um, seeing as how you've been gone for two weeks, we just took away ninety eight percent of your oh, followership. Yeah. Oh, but we won't show it to you. You're just gonna post yeah. stuff, and then no one will see it. Even though we've been doing that to you for the past the, year, anyway, you fuck. <laughs> the algorithm is going to bury your content because we're salty about your absence. Oh, yeah, but I've been. So in uh, anyway, do we want to wrap up laser? So do you have a link? Yeah, you got an uh, I'll put a link in the description. I, I mean, people have been messaging me. I've been sending the the link or whatever. I you know yeah. it's you know I think most people are curious about the cost. And then of course when sure. I tell them that it's like five grand, they're like, oh shit! I you know most. But here's I don't the thing: think anybody's bought one. So if people are thinking that, okay, so put I'll I'll put that in perspective a little bit. Brian, the the shop bot that I've got in my shop, it's a ten thousand dollar machine, right? That's true. So you you look at that, and now we could probably debate for two straight weeks uh, the advantages and disadvantages of a CNC versus a laser. You know, that's an an indefinite uh, argument. I strongly. Uh, debated that when I was looking at getting either a CNC or a laser in my shop. I ended up with a CNC because I thought it was slightly more versatile, but there are things that a laser can do that that machine never will be able to. The biggest of which is have, you know, a, a, a tiny, tiny kerf line. Uh, you want to cut a puzzle out, a CNC won't let you cut that entire puzzle in one piece, right? You would have to cut each individual puzzle piece out of an individual piece of wood. Or they couldn't be nested together. With your laser, you go ahead and cut puzzles out all day long, right? Just as an example, if you're trying to maximize parts. But you also couldn't cut uh, a one-inch thick piece of material like I could, you know? So Yeah, there's no 3D version Differences of this. everywhere. Yeah. And I'm when more in I, the metal world, but you yeah. can also etch. You can't etch wood with mine. So a, a fiber mm-hmm. laser won't won't etch wood. It'll cut wood, but it won't etch it. It'll a little etch too much like, juice, huh? Yeah, it'll etch um, can you leather. Turn it way it'll down? do. Well, yeah, you can turn it, it down, but the, it burns. Yeah, tends to. Yeah. Burn. Um. Anyway, I looked at it as I think you did. Right. I ended up. Working, uh, working some partnership opportunities with uh, Shopbot, and we'll, at the end of that period, hopefully have earned, uh, earned my machine in other ways than passing over green. But either way, to me, it wasn't, it was an investment. If I'm going to spend that much time, either paying for that machine or creating content to earn that machine or working for that machine, you bet your ass that's an investment, and you bet your ass I like you. Have been have been developing ways to monetize the shit out of that thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm not there yet. I'm getting closer, and I will have some stuff coming out to do that. But when fully ramped up, that that thing will pay for its ten thousand dollars self, hopefully several times a year. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh every yeah. Year. Yeah. So. 
to me, yeah, it's, I'm with you. I think I think the that if you can monetize a project or a product like this with yeah. multiple projects and differences, and you're right, the CNC, you know, for you makes way more sense than yeah. a laser. I also would like a CNC at some point. I just don't yeah. know exactly what I'd do with it just yet. But the laser has just opened up the door for me to be able to do a lot of things that I didn't have the opportunity to do before. So I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. And not only that, it's a product that not a lot of people have. So yep. it's interesting to people. They watch it. They like to watch the content that I make around it, which is very little as of right now. But, but that's, uh, yeah, that's... I mean, I'm working on it. You know? And that's nice. I I, I have said, and I think I've even said on this show, that like CNC content, whether it's a laser or a CNC rod, it's fucking boring. <laughs> you know, like at the oh, end of totally. the day, it is so repetitive. There's only so up. much shit I can show you about this fucking machine that's going to be exciting. There's a lot going on that's exciting, and I learn a new way to do a tool path or, a, you know, whatever yeah, that's exciting to the, you know, nerds that are really actually doing it. But to the people that don't actually have a machine, they don't fucking care that I just created a tool path, you know, this way. They kind of want to, yeah, they kind of want to watch a little bit of it and then they want to see the end product, yeah. which I think is that's what I've been doing key. with the laser. Yeah, to show the, the end product and show what it can do, you know, yeah. how quickly it can edge something and then, well, you know, then show the end. Here's an example. And then I, you're probably getting close on time, but yesterday morning, uh, Jack woke up. He's still on East Coast time, so he's got a two-hour fuck up, you know, where he's getting up at 6 a.m., 5.30 <laughs> in the morning. He's going, Dad, I'm awake. It's like, well, you ain't just going to lay there and watch TV. <laughs> so he's like, well, can I come out in the shop? So I brought him out here. All right, what do you want to make? Oh, it's Star Wars Day. Let's make a Star Wars sign. In literally 15 minutes, we grab the Star Wars logo off the internet, we throw it into V-Carve, we stick a chunk of wood on the CNC machine, and in 15 minutes, we've got a framed Star Wars logo that, you know, can hang up in his bedroom. That's so cool. Bob's your, you know, Bob's your uncle, that that damn quick, uh, barely five seconds worth of sanding a little bit of fuzz, but, you know, just ready to go. And then he's like, today when he gets home, he's going to put some LED lights behind it. And he's got this little light thing where you can change the colors and all this shit. So he wants to build a little shadow box behind it, stuff the lights in there, and he'll have a color-changing Star Wars sign, you know, in a total of about a half an hour. <laughs> I mean, that's just awesome. boom. It To me, that's, if you're, and I'm finally hitting that point, I think, with CNC in general, uh, now, after what three or four months of having it, to where it's becoming a tool that I rely on in the same way that I used to rely on the bandsaw or, you know, a router or anything like that. It's like, oh fuck! If I did that on the CNC, then I could incorporate that into this thing that I'm making. Um, whereas before, my mentality always seemed to be that the CNC had to create the entire finished product. Now I'm thinking, no, it's a part maker. Just like every other tool in my shop. It's a sure. part maker. Yeah, yeah. It's not a project yep. maker. It's a part maker, you know, yep. which is kind of neat. And it just, just like any other tool, there's a learning curve. Yeah. Especially since you have to learn the software. Yep. But then there's that bell curve of understanding. 
Yeah. So now you're at the very top of that and you're like, okay, now I know how to leverage this thing. And I feel the same way about fusion. Like yeah. when I'm working in CAD because I draw everything up in CAD now. Yep. And why would I, why would I profile a knife by hand when I can do it in do it fusion yeah. and I understand how it works and I can see it in real time and I can formulate profiles. Yep. And then, uh, you know, then I take that profile, either print it out and transfer it to a piece of steel or <laughs> I walk over to my Langmuir Systems Crossfire Pro and like yeah. tell the machine to just cut it out um, and then, you know, move on from there. It's 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 a tool that I use now because I became very familiar with the process and I yeah. know it gives me a better end product. Um, yeah. but that's awesome, man. I, that, I'm so glad that you feel like you're comfortable enough with V carve and with the shop bot where you feel like, Hey, I can just walk up to this thing and like make a sign in two minutes. Like not, yep. not a lot of people can do that within that time frame. You it know, takes that you time. had that device. I, yeah. And I think having had some exposure and experience with CNC, um, through that, uh, Maslow, uh, CNC I had for a little while and then also just 3D printing and then, you know, being, being very familiar with coordinate systems and all, you know, through the day job and doing, you know, ge looking at geospatial data and all that kind of stuff that really helped. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a computer nerd at heart somewhere along the line, but, uh, yeah, it's, I've got a long ways to go and I would never call myself an expert by any stretch of the imagination. The the next frontier that I'm now starting into is is the 3D, right? <laughs> the 2.5D uh, is, uh, is starting to go by the wayside. Um, I recently finished, and I've got a video coming on this, uh, a picture frame. So I made custom moldings on the ShopBot, on the CNC. And it was really neat to learn that process and be able to take, I took a picture frame that we have and I, you know, sort of figured out roughly what I wanted that profile to look like. And I was able to extrude that across the rail and cut out a picture frame. I cut out four pieces of molding and then put it together as a picture frame. Was this for, for the, your cartographer? Yeah, friend? for the map. Yeah, for Mitchell uh, Geography. For Paul Mitchell, not the hairstylist. Not the hair guy. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I, I think that there's there's so much that you could do with that thing. It's like the oh, the sky's the limit with the that. My my next one one thing I one, real quick, Ben, right before because I'm I'm losing my mm -hmm. uh, time window here, but real quick. So you've have you you are have you listened to any of the knife talk stuff the recent knife I am talk? Halfway through the dam dama steel. Okay. Man, my head. So, we gotta have a jam session. My head's spinning about we do. ideas for our Me show. Me too. Yeah. So, um, for everybody who's uh, uh listens to the show, and thank you to all of our patrons, patrons, yeah. and also now because we're generating a little bit of ad revenue, we are able to afford the software. So now I'm shopping, and I'm like going out there, and I talk with Craig a little bit. He's got a. Uh, he uses a, a company called Restream. I was also mm -hmm. looking at um, another one. I can't think of the name of it now. But uh, there, uh, there's all of these software, and we've been talking about this on, on multiple episodes, about bringing people in and being able to call in live and do live streaming. This is now going to come to fruition. Believe it or not, you're listening to the 50th episode. Yeah, 50 I was going to say that. Work for it. Two away from... 
Yeah, the two away from a year low, in. Baby. Yeah, and our analytics are really good. You know, we get a lot of downloads um, every show. So, and we're ranking. You know, in hobbies, we're ranking in all of these yeah. um, uh, countries in and in, in the United States. Some shows end up in the top one hundred. So. Yeah. I am encouraged by that and watching what's happening, but I also feel like Craig and the guys uh, at Knife Talk have really raised the bar, you know, with doing this live show and with Craig doing his quizzes and all of that stuff. We really need to spend some time, you know, privately, you and I, Ben, and, and, and like look at this and go, all right, hey, why don't we do a live show and then coordinate that with the uh, with the people who follow the show, and then see yeah. if we'll get some participation. Because I don't and I don't know if everybody could do it, but um, man, Knife Talk has got some great uh, uh, things happening, and it's really fun to listen to, and it's added a completely different dimension to what they've been doing. So now it's sky's the limit with those guys. I love and of the shows that I want that I listen to. Um, some of my favorites are those that have characters beyond the people whose voice I hear. Right. Yes, so I agree. We, I think we need, we have those characters. You and I interact with them on the daily or at least on the weekly. Right. But we got to right. make some of these, some of these jokers known to the, the, the world at large. And not only that, it's like to bring them in for an entire show might be a little heavy, yeah, because yeah. we only want to kind of splash them in and out. Yeah, and that's what these platforms allow us to do. They can call in, talk for five minutes, and yep. then get out and or ch- be in or the chat get hung rooms up and stuff. On. <laughs> yeah, could, could you imagine if we just reached out to like Brian Cohn every once in a right? while and just yeah. like had him because he's always doing these like updates and stuff. Oh, his, on his updates social are media. the best, man. He's like so yeah, right. It's and great. Proud he's, and ready to roll. His energy levels are like awesome and Marching he's just such a positive force I, yeah. I love that guy so like just awesome. being able to like call him up and go hey what are you doing right now and just hear what he has to say or whatever yeah and if you wanted to like you know just i don't know we give people segments you know yes. that kind of thing so That's anyway we're, thing. Lo- we're yep. working on it you so got it I'm i looked at restream i looked <laughs> i'm with you i looked at restream and i looked at the other one i can't remember the name of it now it's like um recaster uh, no it's uh God, there oh, are several like actual podcast platforms that are the all in one package, right? That will do a lot of that stuff for you. And then there's others that will purely just blast your stream out simultaneously. Uh, but yeah. Well, we that's should. what this does. That's what Restream does. It yeah. like it'll do it'll do it connects with an API. Okay. And it'll even it'll even allow you to go live on Facebook. So, so put your Facebook, Facebook live, IG live at the same time and YouTube live, all, all three. All at the same mirrors. time. Stream it. Yeah. So I and think if we cover comments together and all that shit too, probably. Right. I, yeah. I'm assuming. I don't know. I haven't actually done it. So it's like, it's a little intimidating, but Pod bean. Um, yeah. I, I mean, if, uh, if the guys over at knife talk can figure it out. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, uh, but hey, uh, anyway, Craig, Craig, uh, Craig carries a lot of water over there, man. So, you know, I'll tell you what, what man, that dude, like the amount of effort <laughs> he's putting into these quizzes and stuff. I, I, I don't Phenomenal. know if I'll ever be there, but if the, if those who wants to be a millionaire thing, if they don't, great. uh, it's like genuinely, if it would really shock me if 
those guys didn't end up leveling up to a point of national recognition very soon, right? Like I agree. I agree. Uh, and and they're so worthy of it. I watched Jeff's thing last night on his uh knife expert video from like three years ago or whatever that he posted. Did, did you see that? Oh, from Epicurious? Yeah, when he was on Epicurious and uh, <laughs> he was the quote knife guy and then there was the fucking salami guy and the, I don't know what it was, the donut girl or some shit. But uh, it just, they're, they're great folks. It's awesome to be associated with them, to be a part of the network and, and you know, I haven't interacted with any of them all that much, but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, back from Good vacation people. and ready to, I, I'll be honest. I'm ready to really dive into, uh, the socials and into the work that I've got going on here in the shop, uh, and, and level that up about damn time. Notches. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Get your shit together, Ben. Get my shit together. Maybe make some moves and changes, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. Make some money moves, baby. Make some money moves. I'm ready for it. All right, all right Ben. I got to go because I, yeah, I got to edit this thing and then I got to get out. But Ship it hey, out the door. I'm glad you are back. Dude, it's great. And to be back. I appreciate you. you. I am with you and all of that good stuff. So, anyway, thank you to everyone who has been listening in to the Work For it podcast. Thank you to all of our patrons. You are making this show possible and you are going to make it better. We are going to start doing this interaction thing and we'll take it to a whole nother level. Uh, and by the way, I think we just got another Patreon. I think while we were talking, no, uh, yes, I, I just looked. Uh, it was nine. Is it 10? No. Okay. No, this was on my other side. So this no, was on then. this one that came through. Um, <laughs> And on my housework side. Oh, so housework well that, just that got another Patreon. Yeah. Ken Kamina. 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 K-E-H-M-N-A. Familiar. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds very familiar to me too. But uh listen, Ben, I gotta let you go. Thanks I'm a man. for everything you do for the Work For It podcast. We appreciate you and glad you're back. Thank Guys, you. I hope you're having a gonna have a great weekend in your workshops, and I know you are all out there working for working it. For we'll see it. you on the flip side. Let's do it, baby. Bye. Adios. <laughs> Goodbye. Amigos. We'll see you next right. time. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all come back. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.